Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible every year based on the rhythm of the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 5th of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 12th of Tevet. And today in history, the prophet Ezekiel received one in a series of seven prophecies, nearly all dated, against Egypt, Ezekiel 29 through 32. In the tenth year, on the tenth month, on the twelfth of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and against all Egypt. This week, our parasha, which is also called our portion from the Torah, is Vayechi, which means he lived. And today we're going to start our readings in Genesis, or Bereshit, 49, 19-26. But first we're going to take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. A troop will press on God, but he will press on their heel. Asher's foot will be rich. He will produce royal dainties. Naphtali is a doe set free, who bears beautiful fawns. Yosef is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers bitterly attacked him, shot at him, and persecuted him. But his bow remained strong. The arms of his hands were made strong. By the hands of the mighty one of Yaakov, from there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. By the God of your father, who will help you? By Shaddai, who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies below, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of your father have prevailed above the blessings of your ancestors, above the boundaries of the ancient hills. They will be on the head of Yosef, on the crown of the head of him who is separated from his brothers. That was Genesis 49, 19-26. Today's portion from the prophets will be 2 Samuel 18. Then David counted the people who were with him and said captains of thousands and captains of hundreds over them. David sent the people out, a third part under the hand of Joab, and a third part under the hand of Avishai, the son of Zuyah, Joab's brother, and a third part under the hand of Itai the Gittite. The king said to the people, I will also surely go out with you myself. But the people said, You shall not go out, for if we flee away, they will not care for us. Neither, if half of us die, will they care for us, but you are worth 
ten thousand of us. Therefore now it is better that you are ready to help us out of the city. The king said to them, I will do what seems best to you. So the king stood beside the gate, and all the people went out by hundreds and by thousands. And the king commanded Yoav and Avishai and Itai, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man, even with Avshalom. And all the people heard when the king commanded all the captains concerning Avshalom. So the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the forest of Ephraim. The people of Israel were struck there before David's servants, and there was a great slaughter there that day of twenty thousand men. For the battle there was spread over the surface of all the country, and the forest devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. And Avshalom happened to meet David's servants. Avshalom was riding on his mule, and the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak, and he was taken up between the sky and earth, and the mule that was under him went on. And a certain man saw it, and told Joab, and said, Behold, I saw Avshalom hanging in an oak. Yoav said to the man who told him, Behold, you saw it, and why did you not strike him there to the ground? I would have given you ten pieces of silver and a sash. But the man said to Yoav, Though I should receive a thousand pieces of silver in my hand, I still would not stretch out my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king commanded you and Avishai and Itai, saying, Beware that no one touch the young man of Shalom. Otherwise, if I had dealt falsely against his life, and there is no matter hidden from the king, then you yourself would have set yourself against me. Then Yoav said, I will not wait for you. He took three darts in his hand and thrust them through the heart of Avshalom, while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. Ten young men who bore Yoav's armor surrounded and struck Avshalom and killed him. Yoav blew the shofar, and the people returned from pursuing after Israel, for Yoav held the people back. They took Avshalom and cast him into a great pit in the forest, and raised over him a very great heap of stones. Then all Israel fled, each to his own tent. Now Avshalom in his lifetime had taken and reared up for himself the pillar which is in the king's valley, for he said, I have no son to keep my name in memory. So he called the pillar after his own name. It is called Avshalom's monument to this day. Then Ahimaaz, the son of Tzadok, said, Let me now run and carry the king news, how the Lord has avenged him on his enemies. Yoav said to him, You must not be the bearer of news today, but you must carry news another day. But today you must carry no news, because the king's son is dead. Then Yoav said to the Cushite, Go, tell the king what you have seen. So the Cushite bowed himself to Yoav and ran. Then Achimaaz, the son of Tzadok, said yet again to Yoav, 
But whatever happens, please, let me also run after the Kushite. Yoav said, Why do you want to run, my son, since you will have no reward for the news? But come what may, he said, I will run. He said to him, Run. Then Ahimaaz ran by the way of the plain and outran the Kushite. Now David was sitting between the two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof of the gate to the wall, and lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man running alone. Then the watchman cried and told the king. The king said, If he is alone, there is news in his mouth. And he came closer and closer, and the watchman saw another man running. And the watchman called to the gate and said, Behold, a man running alone. And the king said, He also brings news. The watchman said, I think the running of the first one is like the running of Ahimaaz, the son of Tzadok. And the king said, He is a good man and comes with good news. Ahimaaz called and said to the king, Shalom. He bowed himself before the king with his face to the earth and said, Blessed is the Lord your God, who has delivered up the men who lifted up their hand against my lord the king. And the king said, Is it well with the young man of Shalom? When Ahimaaz answered, When Yoav sent the king's servant, even me, your servant, I saw a great tumult, but I do not know what it was. And the king said, Come and stand here. So he came and stood still. And behold, the Cushite arrived. And the Cushite said, Good news for my lord the king, for the Lord has avenged you today of all those who rose up against you. The king said to the Cushite, Is it well with the young man Avshalom? And the Cushite answered, May the enemies of my lord the king and all who rise up against you to do you harm be as that young man is. That was Second Samuel, or Shmuel Bet, chapter 18. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm, or Tehillim, 90. A prayer by Moshe, the man of God. Lord, you have been our dwelling place for all generations. Before the mountains were born, before you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn man to destruction, saying, Return, you children of men. For a thousand years in your sight are just like yesterday when it is past, like a watch in the night. You sweep them away as they sleep. In the morning they sprout like new grass. In the morning it sprouts and springs up. By evening it is withered and dry. For we are consumed in your anger. We are troubled in your wrath. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days have passed away in your wrath. We bring our years to an end as a sigh. The days of our years are seventy, or even by reason of strength, eighty years. Yet 
Their pride is but labor and sorrow, for it passes quickly and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger, your wrath according to the fear that is due to you? So teach us to count our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Return, Lord, how long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work appear to your servants, your glory to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be on us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. That was Psalm 90. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke eleven twenty nine through 54 When the multitudes were gathering together to him, he began to say, This is an evil generation. It seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah the prophet. For even as Yonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so the Son of Man will also be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and will condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Shlomo, and behold, one greater than Shlomo is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up in the judgment with this generation and will condemn it, for they repented at the proclaiming of Yonah, and behold, one greater than Yonah is here. No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand, that those who come in may see the light. The lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body is also full of light. But when it is evil, your body also is full of darkness. Therefore see whether the light that is in you is not darkness. If therefore your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly full of light, as when the lamp with its bright shining gives you light. Now as he spoke, a certain Pharisee asked him to dine with him. He went in and sat at the table. When the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he had not first washed himself before dinner. But the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the platter, but your inward part is full of extortion and wickedness. You foolish ones, did not he who made the outside Make the inside also. But give us tzedakah, those things which are within, and behold, all things will be clean to you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb, but you bypass justice and the love of God. You ought to have done these and not have left the other undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogues and the greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, Torah teachers and Pharisees, 
hypocrites, for you are like hidden graves, and the men who walk on them do not know it. One of the Torah scholars answered him, Rabbi, in saying this, you insult us also. And he said, Woe to you, Torah scholars also. For you load men with burdens that are difficult to carry, and you yourselves will not even lift one finger to help carry those burdens. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. So you bear witness and consent to the works of your fathers. For they killed them, and you build their tombs. Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and emissaries, and some of them they will kill and persecute, that the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation. From the blood of Hevel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Woe to you, Torah scholars, for you took away the key of knowledge. You did not enter in yourselves, and those who were entering in, you hindered. As he said these things to them, the Torah teachers and the Pharisees began to be terribly angry and to draw many things out of him, lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. That was Luke eleven twenty nine through 54. And it concludes our readings for today. I hope that you will have a blessed day and that the Word of God will strengthen and encourage you. Um, I just want to mention as well that if you want to give us a review on iTunes, that would be a great help for others to find this podcast. All right, that's it for me. This has been Johanna and Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.